You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. COVID cases are back on the rise in the United States, and some cities have started to tighten their rules. In places like gyms and restaurants, if you can't prove you've been vaccinated, you can't come in. Keep your vaccine card handy because you're going to be using it a lot around San Francisco. This comes as a new vaccine mandate takes hold in New Orleans. In a few weeks, having a meal indoors at a New York City restaurant will require you show proof of vaccination. Local governments say the move is meant to get more shots in arms. But the burden of enforcing these mandates has largely fallen on service workers. Recode's Rebecca Highwell has been talking with these workers, and she's here to tell us more. Hey, Rebecca. Hey. So a lot of places across the U.S. have faced pushback just for requiring masks indoors, but a full-on vaccine mandate feels even more controversial. Why are these cities taking this step? So city leaders and experts are hoping that requiring proof of vaccination to enter restaurants, gyms, um, in indoor places will just encourage people, uh, you know, to get vaccinated and ultimately stop the spread of COVID-19. Other countries that have instituted similar requirements for showing proof of vaccination indoors have seen vaccination rates go up. This happened in France. This happened in Italy. And even though there was pushback to these policies, a lot of people just found it more convenient to actually get the shot. And which city was the first to make this move to impose these requirements? New York City was the first city in the U.S. to make an announcement that they were going to do something like this. This is a miraculous place, literally full of wonders. And if you're vaccinated, all that's going to open up to you. You'll have the key. You can open the door. But if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. That's the point we're trying to get across. So now in New York, you basically need to show you've gotten at least one shot to go to an indoor establishment. So it's a gym, an entertainment venue. It's going to take a while for people in the city to get used to this. So the policy went into effect on August 17th. But there's sort of this weird grace period. So the enforcement of the policy is not going to start until the middle of September. But, you know, it's not just New York now. New Orleans has a vaccine passport program and San Francisco put in place a vaccine passport system that started on August 20th, New Orleans enforcement for their system actually began last week. It's also worth noting that not all of the U.S. cities that are doing this have the same exact requirements. So San Francisco is requiring proof of full vaccination, meaning that you actually have to show evidence that you got both shots if you're getting a two-dose vaccine, while in New Orleans, you just need to show that you got one dose um, or, or negative COVID test in order to actually get into one of these venues. And, you know, we should expect more of these requirements to potentially pop up. Los Angeles is considering adding a mandate as well. And these could also change, especially as, you know, kids become eligible to get vaccinated as well. Right now, these don't apply for people who can't actually get the vaccine. 
And I imagine the easiest way to prove that I'm vaccinated is to just show my CDC vaccination card. That's right. The main way in the U.S. is showing the CDC paper card. But a lot of states have actually come up with digital alternatives to show that you're vaccinated. So California has made a vaccination online status checker, and you can basically get a barcode that you can show. Louisiana, which actually had a digital driver's license program during the pandemic, expanded uh, that app to actually include vaccination records. So in Louisiana and New Orleans, you can use that. And then New York has had at least two different apps pop up, one from our, our governor's office and one from the mayor uh, with this the Excelsior Pass, which was created with the help of IBM. And then there's also an app called the COVID Safe app, which came from New York City, and both in different ways let you store a digital copy of your vaccine information. So getting back to the the service workers, we've seen this time and time again throughout the pandemic. Frontline workers at restaurants and shops have been the ones to oversee temperature checks and masks and social distancing. And now they're being put in charge of checking vaccination statuses too. Again, it's not really their job to do this, but it, it has become their job. And how is that affecting them? You know, obviously it depends where you're working, but in areas where there's more opposition to getting vaccinated, I'm hearing that there's more hostility towards uh, the workers who end up having to check these documents. We don't want no shots. We don't want no shots. We don't want no no cards. No tyranny. Otherwise, take the Statue of Liberty back to France. It's worth noting that it's uh, even enforcing, you know, mask mandates, those earlier public health measures, about 80 percent of workers who talked to this group, One Fair Wage, said that they had seen hostility from customers over over these public health rules, including sexual harassment and and racism. So it's really not just annoying. It it can be really scary experience for these uh, workers. And they're also weighing trying to enforce these rules, which obviously keeps them more safe with the prospect of potentially receiving fewer tips and not making the customers who may be opposed to these public health precautions as happy as they would be. So it really puts these workers in a pretty precarious position. And you actually spoke with some of these restaurant workers and business owners in New York. What did they have to say? There were a mix of reactions. Uh, Some people I spoke to had a very positive reaction and said, you know, we like this because it helps keep us safe and we'd rather know that everyone in our venue is vaccinated. But other people said, you know, the people who we normally have as the hosts or greeters at the restaurant are not really prepared to check ID. You know, in New York, for instance, you're not just supposed to check the vaccine record. You're also supposed to check that it matches the ID. And you can imagine if you're not a venue that normally cards people at the door. This is kind of a new thing and a stressful thing to do. I talked to the president and the CEO of the New York State Restaurant Association, and she said many of the operators actually she's spoken to have had confusions or problems with enforcing these new vaccine rules. Another thing that's sort of popped up is with the apps, a lot of them rely on QR codes, which are meant to be scanned to be confirmed. But it seemed like at some of the establishments I was talking to, they were just looking at the QR code and not actually scanning it to confirm its veracity, which sort of defeats the purpose of actively checking. And, you know, like I said earlier, the hostility that some customers can show towards these workers has potentially disincentivized them from actually coming back to work, among other concerns about coming back to work amid the pandemic. And so what are businesses doing to adapt to the situation? So some have actually just started offering higher wages because these jobs now have more responsibilities and they need to 
get workers to actually want to work again in these environments. Obviously, it's not incredibly safe to be uh, working working indoors uh, compared to, you know, working outdoors, uh, you know, being in the restaurant industry. You know, others have adapted by even hiring bouncers who focus on checking vaccine records. One of the comedy clubs I spoke to said they had brought on a bouncer to do this. Another uh, adaptation that people are making is just shifting roles. So one restaurant manager told me that when enforcement starts in New York City, she'll be the one checking vaccine records at the door because her employees just don't want to have to deal with angry, angry customers. And she's already heard negative feedback from customers about this uh, new rule from New York. So overall, changes are definitely happening. And this is bound to continue. These mandates are already making a pretty difficult job in the restaurant industry harder. And right now, restaurant workers can ask people to just sit outdoors if they don't have the documentation. But as the weather gets colder and outdoor dining becomes less and less viable, you know, this could become a much more stressful position to be in. And are the city leaders that put these rules into place, are they aware of these concerns about harassment towards service workers? And what can they do about it? They're definitely aware of this concern. You know, New York has said they released a training for de-escalating conflicts, but it seems like there's a giant question mark over how this is actually supposed to be handled. And I don't think we'll really have a great answer to see what's happening across the country until we wait a few more weeks to see how this actually plays out in, you know, the cities that have implemented it. And Rebecca, you and I both live in New York City. Have you had your vaccine card or Excelsior Pass checked yet? Yeah, I've had it checked a few times. I actually had to show my CDC card after the uh, Excelsior app forced me to make an update uh, while I was trying to get it checked. So I, I definitely advocate for having both at all times. Yeah, it's a good point. I had mine checked over the weekend at a karaoke bar. But weirdly enough, they just looked at the QR code, didn't scan it, and then didn't check anybody else in my group. So there's clearly going to be a... Uh, a learning curve uh, between now and when the enforcement date happens. Definitely. Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to Recode Daily. My name is Adam Clark Estes. This episode was produced by Alan Rodriguez Espinosa and engineered by Paul Robert Mouncey. Let us know what you want to learn more about. Email us at recodedaily at recode.net.